Time magazine called him the unsung hero behind the internet. CNN called him a father of the internet. President Bill Clinton called him one of the great minds of the information age. He has been voted history's greatest scientist of African descent. He is Philip Emigwali. He's coming to Trinidad and Tobago to launch the 2008 Kwame Ture Lecture Series on Sunday, June 8th at the JFK Auditorium, Newey St. Augustine, 5 p.m. The Emancipation Support Committee invites you to come and hear this inspirational mind address the theme, Crossing New Frontiers to Conquer Today's Challenges. This lecture is one you cannot afford to miss. Admission is free, so be there on Sunday, June 8th, 5 p.m. at the JFK Auditorium, Newey St. Augustine. very much. I'm Philip Emagwale. The modern supercomputer is a tool that enables the mind to go where the eyes cannot see. To invent is to turn fiction into fact. In 1989, it made the news headlines that an African supercomputer genius in the United States has experimentally discovered how and why parallel processing makes computers faster and makes supercomputers fastest. I am that African high-performance supercomputer scientist that was in the news in 1989. Since my 1989 experimental discovery of the massively parallel processing supercomputer, I felt like the ancient mariner that traveled around the world to tell his story to different people. Trying to understand the modern high-performance supercomputer that is a new internet that I invented and trying to understand that new supercomputer as the global network of 65,536 equidistant processors that I programmed back in 1989 and trying to understand that massively parallel processing supercomputer as a small copy of the planetary-sized internet and trying to understand that fastest supercomputer without the life story of its inventor. It's like looking at an embroidery from the wrong side of the cloth. I am well known, but I am not known well. Eleven out of ten people did not understand how I experimentally discovered how and why parallel processing makes computers faster and makes supercomputers fastest. My experimental discovery of the massively parallel processing supercomputer that occurred on the 4th of July, 1989 in Los Alamos, New Mexico, United States, was first reported by the Computer Society of the Institute of Electrical and Electronics Engineers, called the IEEE. My experimental discovery was first reported in 1989 as a press release from the IEEE office in San Francisco, California. The IEEE followed up its 1989 press release with a detailed report that explained to the supercomputer community my experimental discovery of how I made the impossible to compute possible to compute. 
the IEEE is the acronym for the Institute of Electrical and Electronics Engineers. The IEEE is the world's largest technical society. My mathematical discoveries of nine partial differential equations of modern calculus were first reported by the SIAM and first reported to the research mathematics community. The SIAM is the acronym for the Society for Industrial and Applied Mathematics. The SIAM is the world's largest society of mathematicians. My contributions to human knowledge that both the IEEE and the SIAM described in their flagship publications was how they understood my supercomputer inventions and my mathematical discoveries. The IEEE and the SIAM did not describe how I understood the massively parallel processing supercomputer that I discovered and how I understood the partial differential equations that I invented. A discovery or an invention is like the moon. It has two parts, the visible part and the hidden part. Back in 1989, the news media were reporting the concrete and the visible parts of my technological inventions and we are ignoring the abstract and the invincible parts of my mathematical discoveries. For that reason, I said that I am well known, but I am not known well. I am well known as the high-performance supercomputer scientist that experimentally discovered the massively parallel processing supercomputer. I am well known as the internet scientist that invented a new internet that is a new global network of 65,536 tightly coupled processors with each processor operating its own operating system and with each processor having its own dedicated memory that shared nothing between each other that were already available in the marketplace anyway. But I am not known well as the extreme-scale computational physicist that discovered that the most important law in physics is violated during its most important application, namely recovering otherwise unrecoverable crude oil and natural gas and recovering them from abandoned oil fields such as the Oloibiri oil field of Bayelsa State, Nigeria, that was discovered in 1958 and discovered as the first oil discovery in West Africa, but abandoned 20 years later in 1978. But I am not known well as the mathematical physicist that experimentally discovered how to solve the toughest problems arising in extreme-scale computational physics. But I am not known well as the extreme-scale computational mathematician that discovered critical century-old errors in the most important equations in the history of mathematics. But I am not known well for correcting that mathematical error and doing so by inventing a system of coupled, nonlinear, time dependent, and state of the art partial differential equations of modern calculus.
For me, Philip Emagwale, inventing the modern parallel processing supercomputer that can parallel process many things or processes at once and that can compute at the fastest speeds recorded in computational mathematics and inventing the massively parallel processing supercomputer that can solve the toughest mathematical problems in computational physics was like a songwriter using his guitar to accompany his song and dance. The high-performance supercomputer of yesterday was the instrument for the extreme-scale computational physicist that became your instrument and your computer of today. In high-performance supercomputing, wizardry is making the impossible to compute possible to compute. The ensemble of 65,536 processors that were already available in the market that I experimentally discovered to be a new supercomputer and to be a new internet and that I figured out how their processors could be programmed and harnessed as one seamless cohesive whole supercomputer were exclusively available to me alone. In the 1980s, that ensemble of 65,536 commodity processors was available to me alone because the ensemble was abandoned by the community of 25,000 vector processing supercomputer scientists that were led by Seymour Cray. That ensemble of processors was abandoned because it was then considered impossible to harness the potential supercomputer power of the slowest 65,536 processors in the world that merely performed 47,303 calculations per second per processor. In the 1980s, it was impossible to harness the supercomputer potential of the slowest processors and to use the speed of that new massively parallel processing supercomputer to solve otherwise unsolvable problems arising in mathematical physics. On the 4th of July, 1989, I mathematically and experimentally discovered how to solve 65,536 initial boundary value problems of modern calculus and of the most extreme scale computational physics. It made the news headlines that I discovered how to solve the toughest problems arising in mathematical physics and how to solve them at once or in parallel and how to solve those tough problems together and how to solve them at the then unheard of speed of 3.1 billion calculations per second. That speed was the world's fastest supercomputer speed of the 1980s. Before my discovery that occurred on the 4th of July 1989, it was indeed impossible to experimentally discover the potential power of the massively parallel processing supercomputer. It was then impossible to experimentally discover the aggregate power of 64 binary thousand processors 
it was then impossible to experimentally discover how to harness those plentiful, powerful, and inexpensive processors that were already available in the market and how to harness them to solve the toughest problems arising in extreme-scale computational physics and mathematics. The June 14, 1976 issue of the Computer World magazine interviewed the supercomputer experts that were attending the 1976 National Computer Conference in New York City. The Computer World magazine asked those supercomputer experts if it will ever be possible to experimentally discover how to harness the potential of the parallel processing supercomputer and if it will ever be possible to harness that supercomputer hopeful and harness that technology to experimentally discover the fastest computations that could be executed across an ensemble of processors. The unanimous opinion of those supercomputer experts was summed up in an article that was published in the June 14, 1976 issue of the Computer World. That at Computer World article was written by E. Drake Londell Jr., who was the computer industry editor of Computer World. That Computer World article was titled, quote, Research in Parallel Processing, Questioned as Waste of Time, unquote. The reason I was not discouraged by that Computer World article was that I was only 21 years old when it was published. Being young and foolish, I had the time to waste in the impossible pursuit of the massively parallel processing supercomputer. I spent the 14 years onward of 1976, conducting my research on how to parallel program a massively parallel processing supercomputer and how to parallel program that high-performance supercomputer to compress 180 years, 180 computing years to just one supercomputing day. To discover or invent is to make the impossible possible. At age 19, and as a mathematician in training, I solved my equation to get it right. At age 35, I grew to become a polymath that was trained for 16 years and I solved my equation to not get it wrong. I discovered how to solve the toughest problem in calculus and how to solve it by thinking outside the box and thinking beyond the frontiers of calculus and thinking how to more accurately reformulate that calculus problem from the laws of physics and thinking how to more accurately reformulate that calculus problem to large-scale algebra and thinking how to solve that calculus problem not on an isolated processor but in parallel and across 64 binary thousand processors that we are already available in the market anyway. For me, Philip Emma Aguale, that unconventional thinking was an epiphany because I discovered that the solution to the 
toughest problem in calculus. Transcended calculus. I discovered that trying to solve the toughest problem in calculus and trying to solve that grand challenge problem within only calculus is like seeking a material solution to a spiritual problem or turning to alcohol to mend a broken heart. In the terra incognita of the massively parallel processing supercomputer, only a polymath can make the impossible to compute possible to compute and do so by solving a multidisciplinary grand challenge problem and experimentally discovering how and why parallel processing makes computers faster and makes supercomputers fastest. Only a polymath can solve that tough problem and solve it alone and present his proof of solution in videotaped lectures that can be watched from any place and any time. It's impossible for a research high-performance supercomputer scientist that is not a polymath, that is not at home in physics, that is not at home in mathematics, and that is not at home in computing to experimentally discover how to solve the initial boundary value problems that are governed by a system of coupled, nonlinear, time-dependent, and state-of-the-art partial differential equations that is the toughest problem in calculus that are classified as hyperbolic. It's impossible to experimentally discover how to solve that extreme scale problem and how to solve it across a new internet that is a new global network of 64 binary thousand processors that is a new supercomputer and a new computer. It's impossible to experimentally discover how to solve those 64 binary thousand initial boundary value problems of modern calculus and how to solve them across a new global network of 65,536 computers that are identical to each other and that are equal distances afar and apart from each other. It's impossible for me, Philip Emagwale, to experimentally discover their solutions and their times to solutions and to discover them without being at the frontiers of mathematical, scientific, and technological knowledge. It's impossible for me to experimentally discover the new supercomputer and discover it across a new internet that's defined and outlined by 64 binary thousand tightly coupled processors that shared nothing between each other. It's impossible for me to experimentally discover the massively parallel processing supercomputer without foremost mathematically understanding or experimentally discovering how to solve the same initial boundary value problems and how to solve them on only one isolated processor that was not a member of an ensemble of processors. My understanding 
of the modern fastest parallel processing supercomputer that computes with 10,649,600 processors is deeper and surer than it was 16 years earlier when I programmed the sequential processing supercomputer that computed with only one processor. I programmed sequential processing supercomputers on June 20, 1974 and at age 19. I programmed the sequential processing supercomputer that was at 1800 Southwest Campus Way, Corvallis, Oregon, United States. In 1974, I programmed supercomputers that were powered by only one isolated processor. That processor was not a member of an ensemble of processors. Sixteen years later, I understood high-performance supercomputers better and largely because I had experimentally discovered how to massively parallel program the slower 65,536 tightly coupled processors in the world and how to harness those processors to cooperatively solve one computation-intensive problem arising in physics and mathematics. The poster boy of computation-intensive problems is the general circulation model that is used to foresee otherwise unforeseeable global warming or used to foresee parts of the earth that could become horrifically inhospitable for our children's children. On the 4th of July, 1989, in Los Alamos, New Mexico, United States, I experimentally discovered a new supercomputer and I discovered how to solve the most computation-intensive problem arising in physics and mathematics. And I discovered how to solve that problem and do so at the fastest possible supercomputer speeds ever recorded. The June 20, 1990 issue of the Wall Street Journal recorded that I, Philip Emagwale, had experimentally discovered how to use the slowest 65,536 tightly coupled processors that shared nothing between each other that were already available in the market and how to use those processors to simulate the flow of crude oil and natural gas flowing one mile deep and flowing across an oil field and how to use those processors to simulate the motions of crude oil and natural gas, and how to do so to enable the petroleum geologists to recover otherwise unrecoverable crude oil and natural gas. That excruciatingly detailed supercomputer simulation that I executed via massively parallel processing across a new internet and that I experimentally discovered or executed by processing a million things at once is used in the Niger Delta region of Nigeria and used to discover otherwise undiscoverable crude oil and natural gas. My mathematical contributions to the calculus used to simulate the flow of crude oil and natural gas was the cover story of the May 1990 issue of the Siam News. The Siam News is the flagship publication of Siam and Siam is the acronym 
for the Society of Industrial and Applied Mathematics. The SIAM is the number one society for mathematicians and the SIAM News is where a newsworthy contribution to mathematics is first reported. In the June 1990 issue of SIAM News, a research computational mathematician that thoroughly reviewed my mathematical discovery and contributions to mathematics wrote that, and I quote, I have checked with several reservoir engineers who feel that his calculation is of real importance and very fast. His explicit method not only generates lots of megaflops, but solves problems faster than implicit methods. Emma Gwale is the first to have applied a pseudo-time approach in reservoir modeling. End of quote. Once upon a time, in the 1980s to be exact, the mathematics teacher did not know the mathematical steps needed to harness the power of a new internet that is a global network of processors. The reason my contribution to the modern supercomputer that is a new internet was front page news in top mathematics publications such as the Siam News was that I, Philippe Emagwale, was the first computational mathematician to experimentally discover and write down the mathematical steps for how to use a new internet that is a new global network of 64 binary thousand tightly coupled processors that shared nothing between each other. I discovered how to harness that new internet as de facto one cohesive, seamless, high-performance supercomputer that computes in parallel. I discovered how to use that new supercomputer to discover otherwise undiscoverable crude oil and natural gas. Mathematicians used my algorithm to discover and recover otherwise undiscoverable and unrecoverable crude oil and natural gas. Modern extreme-scale mathematicians use the new mathematical knowledge that arose from my massively parallel processed communications and computations that were synchronized across my new global network of 65,536 tightly coupled processors that shared nothing between each other and that were already available in the market anyway, and use that mathematical discovery to solve grand challenge problems that are otherwise unsolvable. My quest for the solution to the toughest problem in calculus did not follow a straight line. I made mistakes, but I was open to quick course corrections that took me to the unknown world of parallel processing across a new internet that is a small copy of the global internet that encircles the earth. My new internet is a new global network of 64 binary thousand processors. My 1989 experimental discovery of how and why parallel processing makes computers faster and makes supercomputers fastest occurred at the frontier of knowledge about the massively parallel processing supercomputer. That experimental discovery 
of the massively parallel processing supercomputer that occurred on the 4th of July 1989 in Los Alamos, New Mexico, United States. Led me to discover that creating a new technology creates a need for a new vocabulary and a new narrative for the histories of science and technology. After my experimental discovery of the high-performance supercomputer, I became like the ancient mariner that traveled around the world to tell his story to different people. Since 1989, school children are asked to do a school report on the contributions of Philip Emma Agwale to the development of the computer of the supercomputer. Back in 1989, it made the news headlines that a lone wolf African supercomputer wizard that worked alone for 16 years across supercomputer laboratories in the United States has experimentally discovered the massively parallel processing supercomputer and has discovered how to parallel compute many things or processes at once instead of computing only one thing at a time. Those newspaper articles wrote that his discovery of the high-performance supercomputer will have rich, fertile, and far-reaching consequences. That African supercomputer wizard experimentally discovered how to always perform the fastest supercomputer calculations and how to perform them by computing many things or processes at once instead of computing only one thing at a time. I, Philip Emagwale, was that African supercomputer scientist that was in the news back in 1989. I was in the news because I experimentally discovered that the fastest speeds in supercomputing can always be recorded with massively parallel processing technology. That technology enabled me to massively compute 65,000 536 things at once or in parallel at as many processors. My experimental discovery that parallel processing is the engine that drives the computer to compute faster and drives the supercomputer to compute fastest made the news headlines onwards of 1989. My experimental discovery was widely recorded from supercomputer publications to the June 20, 1990 issue of the Wall Street Journal. And that discovery remains the most talked about experimental discovery in the history of computing. <clears throat> My experimental discovery made the news headlines because I experimentally discovered the fastest computation and I discovered the technique across the slowest 65,536 tightly coupled processors that are commonly available in the market. My experimental discovery of the high-performance supercomputing supercomputer made the news headlines because I discovered parallel processing and I discovered it when everybody rejected parallel processing. I experimentally discovered parallel processing and I discovered the technology as a lone wolf supercomputer programmer. I experimentally discovered the fastest computation and I discovered the technique 
by harnessing the total computing power of a parallel processing machine that was powered by an ensemble of the slowest 65,536 tightly coupled processors in the world, I experimentally discovered the fastest computation that could be recorded with parallel processing technology. I experimentally discovered the fastest supercomputer and I discovered the technology when the supercomputer textbooks and the leaders of thought in supercomputing predicted that parallel processing will not work within the high-performance supercomputer. I experimentally discovered the massively parallel processing supercomputer and I discovered the technology when computational physicists warned that it will forever be impossible to compute many things or process many processes at once. When I experimentally discovered the high-performance supercomputer, the 25,000 vector processing supercomputer scientists in the world that were led by Simo Cray believed that Parallel processing will forever remain a huge waste of everybody's time. I experimentally discovered how to harness the high-performance supercomputer that computes with a million or more processors that were already available in the market and how to harness those processors to massively parallel process, and how to harness the fastest parallel processing supercomputer to solve the toughest problems arising in computational physics, such as when solving the initial boundary value problems arising in calculus, science, and engineering. I experimentally discovered how to harness parallel processing and harness the technology to solve the most extreme scale problems arising in modern algebra. I experimentally discovered how to harness the high performance supercomputer and harness it to solve the toughest problems arising in extreme scale computational physics. That experimental discovery was critical to solving the most vexing grand challenge problems arising in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. I experimentally discovered how to harness parallel processing and harness the technology to solve the computation-intensive problem that is described as petroleum reservoir simulation and that was classified by the United States government as one of the 20 most vexing grand challenges in supercomputing. My experimental discovery of how to compute many things or process many processes at once and how to compute simultaneously while solving the most computation-intensive problems arising in extreme-scale computational physics made the news headlines because I was an unknown black sub-Saharan African supercomputer scientist that challenged the most well-known and well-regarded supercomputer scientists of the 1970s and 80s. Those leading lights of computing and supercomputing, namely the likes of Steve Jobs, Seymour Cray, and Gene Amdahl, warned that parallel processing will forever remain impossible. I was warned that I will never discover the massively parallel processing supercomputer. I was warned that I will never record the fastest speeds in computation and record those speeds across 
my ensemble of the slowest 65,536 tightly coupled processors in the world. But on the 4th of July 1989, I discovered that the toughest problems arising in extreme scaled computational physics that we have believed to be impossible to solve on only one processor are in fact possible to solve across a massively parallel processing supercomputer that was powered by a global network of the slowest 65,536 processors that were already available in the market. And that is a new internet de facto. I experimentally discovered how to solve the toughest problems arising in supercomputing and how to solve those problems across my new global network of processors that I named a primordial internet and that I visualized as a small copy of the internet. I visualized that new internet as a new global network of 64 binary thousand processors that I could harness to both communicate synchronously and to compute simultaneously and to solve 65,536 problems and to solve them with a one-to-one -one correspondence between problems and processors. I experimentally discovered how to massively parallel process and how to compute across my new global network of 64 binary thousand processors that is a new internet. I discovered parallel processing and I discovered the technology when it was written in all supercomputer textbooks that it will forever remain impossible to theoretically discover how to parallel process and to discover how to parallel compute across eight processors. In the 1980s, I theoretically and experimentally discovered that my new internet is a new supercomputer and a new computer de facto. The African-American poet Maury Evans said, Speak the truth to the people. My scientific truth was controversial in the 1970s and 80s. In those two decades, I was banished from the community of 25,000 vector processing supercomputer scientists. I was forced to parallel program abandoned massively parallel processing supercomputers and forced to parallel program their processors as a lone wolf. The June 14, 1976 issue of the Computer World, the flagship publication of the Computer World, carried an article titled, quote, Research in Parallel Processing Question as Waste of Time, unquote. My experimental discovery that occurred on the 4th of July 1989 was that parallel processing is not a huge waste of everybody's time. The reason my experimental discovery of parallel processing was science cover stories in 1989 was that it opened the door to promising lines of research in science, mathematics, engineering, and technology. My experimental discovery of the massively parallel processing supercomputer opened the door 
to extreme scale computations arising in physics, mathematics, chemistry, and medicine. My experimental discovery of how to massively parallel process and how to process across millions upon millions of already available processors opened the door to a new world in which extreme-scale computations that were previously impossible to compute on a vector processing supercomputer are now possible to compute across a new internet that is a new global network of equidistant and identical processors that were already available in the market anyway. Briefly, the most computation-intensive problems arising in physics include problems arising from using the laws of physics and encoding those laws into systems of partial differential equations of modern calculus that are then further reduced to systems of equations of algebra and that are then further reduced to an equivalent set of floating point operations of arithmetic. I'm Philip Emma Aguale. I contributed to the development of high-performance computer and I contributed by experimentally discovering the technology of parallel processing that is embodied in most computers and embodied in all supercomputers. Philip Emma Aguale is the subject of school reports because my contributions changed the way we think of the supercomputer. In the old way and before my experimental discovery, we thought of the supercomputer as doing only one thing at a time. In the new way, and after my experimental discovery, we think of the supercomputer as doing many things at once. On the 4th of July, 1989, I experimentally discovered that the high-performance supercomputer must be powered by the largest ensemble of processors that were already available in the market anyway. The new high-performance supercomputer is the fastest computer that must compute with numerous processors. The new high-performance supercomputer scientist is the extreme-scaled computational mathematical physicist that adapted to the massively parallel processing supercomputer. The modern supercomputer scientist had to adapt to massively parallel processing or risk using only a tiny proportion of the millions of central processing units and millions of graphics processing units that powers that high-performance supercomputer. I predicted the speed up of the massively parallel processing supercomputer that I experimentally confirmed and recorded on the 4th of July 1989. After my experimental discovery of parallel processing, the number of parallel processing supercomputers exploded. Before the 4th of July 1989, it was said that parallel processing is a beautiful theory that lacked experimental confirmation. After my experimental discovery of parallel processing, all high-performance supercomputers were parallel processing across thousands of central processing units and across as many graphics processing units and even across millions of processors and coprocessors. To this day, the geometrical sketches of how each of my 65,536 processors were connected 
to its 16 nearest neighboring processors and connected in the 16th dimension is widely reprinted in school reports on the contributions of Philip Emma Aguale to the development of the computer. My illustrations of my theorized never-before-seen new internet that is a new supercomputer and a new computer and that I visualized as a new global network of central processing units we are held as beautiful and reprinted without any attribution to Philip Emma Aguale. Parallel processing or doing many things at once instead of doing only one thing at a time was ridiculed by Seymour Cray who was the leader of 25,000 vector processing supercomputer scientists. Philip Emma Aguale began programming supercomputers on Thursday, June 20, 1974 in Corvallis, Oregon, United States. On the 4th of July, 1989, Philip Emma Aguale was the lone wolf full-time programmer of the most massively parallel processing supercomputer ever built. I programmed the precursor to the modern supercomputer alone. I programmed it alone because the community of 25,000 vector processing supercomputer scientists of the decade of the 1980s that were led by Seymour Cray scorned, ridiculed, and rejected the parallel processing supercomputer. Those 25,000 supercomputer scientists followed the vector processing vision of Seymour Cray and dismissed parallel processing as a huge waste of everybody's time. For the decade and a half that preceded the 4th of July 1989, I was mocked by the supercomputer community and mocked for attempting to parallel process across processors. I was advised that I was attempting to process the impossible to process. Some research mathematicians asked me to comment on the beauty of my invention of my massively parallel processing supercomputer. In my mathematical analysis, Beauty comes first, and truth comes second. In my physical experimentation, it is vice versa. The beauty of parallel processing resides in the speed of the supercomputer. I experimentally discovered how to reduce 180 years of time to solution on one computer to only one day of time to solution across a new internet that is a new supercomputer and a never before seen computer. Before my experimental discovery of the massively parallel processing supercomputer that occurred on the 4th of July 1989, the word supercomputer referred to a supercomputing machinery that is powered by only one central processing unit. After that experimental discovery, the word supercomputer referred to a supercomputing machinery that is powered by up to 10 binary million central processing units. For me, Philip Emma Aguale, I explained my contributions to the development of the supercomputer as my experimental discovery of how to integrate millions upon millions of central processing units and how to do so to emulate one seamless cohesive CPU. My virtual CPU is faster than the fastest vector processing unit that can be manufactured. I experimentally discovered 
a machinery that is a supercomputer in speed and by definition, but yet a new internet de facto. I was asked to be a prophet and to prophesize how the computer will look like in 1,000 years. The word computer was coined 700 years ago. Each generation redefined the word computer. Our descendants' definition of the computer will change to perhaps become synonymous and correspond to our phrase, planetary-sized superbrain that enshrouds our earth. For our post-human descendants of year million, I foresee each person as a super-intelligent cyborg that is part human, part machine, and part computer with a great sense of humor. I foresee their super-brain as enshrouding even the solar system and as one super-being that can live forever. Thank you very much. Insightful and brilliant lecture. Insightful and brilliant lecture.